he stood now in Riverside, where the watch never dared to come. People knew him here and wouldn't bother him. But when he opened the door to his landladies, there was a considerable crowd assembled, all wanting to know about the fight. Other Riversiders had been on the hill too that night, burgling houses and collecting gossip, and already the rumors had begun. The swordsman answered their questions with as much civility as he could muster, suddenly awash with exhaustion. He gave Marie his shirt to wash and climbed the stairs to his own rooms. Less than an hour earlier, Marie the whore and laundress, who also rented out rooms by the week, had lain snoring lightly in the arms of a dear client, unaware of the impending excitement. Her friend was a sailor turned coiner, whose wooden leg leaned handily against the headboard. He was her fifth and last of the night, and she, not as young as she once was, slept through the initial pounding on her shutters. The sailor stirred uneasily, dreaming of storms. When the knock came harder, Marie bolted up with a cry, then shrieked at the cold outside the blanket. Marie! Marie! The voice through the shutter was muffled but insistent. Open up and tell us all about it! Marie sighed. It must be St. Vere again. Every time the swordsman got up to something, they came to her to find out the details. This time it was annoying to admit she didn't know, but then she didn't have to tell them that. With the laugh that had always made her popular, Marie got up and unbolted the door to the house. Her sailor huddled in a corner of the bed while her friends trooped in, taking over the room with the ease of familiarity. It's freezing. It was the right room for socializing, having been the front parlor when the house was a noble's townhouse. The cherubs painted on the ceiling were flecked with mold, but most of the laurel leaf moldings still framed the walls, and the fireplace was real marble. Got anything to drink there? Marie's friends spread their wet cloaks out on the gilded escritoire, now missing all its drawers, and over the turquoise velvet chair no one could sit on because of the uncertainty of its legs. Lightfinger Lucy coaxed the fire to a blaze, and Sam Bonner produced a jug of something that made the sailor feel much better. Thanks. You know your St. Vere's gone and killed a duke this time. Sam Bonner was a former pickpocket with an unhandy taste for the bottle. He'd been repeating the same thing for half an hour now, and his friends were getting tired of correcting him. Not the Duke, Sam. He's working for the Duke. He killed two swordsmen, see, in the Duke's garden. No, no, in Lord Horn's garden. Three swordsmen, I heard, and from a very reliable source. Two dead, one wounded, and I'm taking odds on whether he'll live till morning. Done. Marie sat on the bed with the blankets wrapped around her feet, letting the bedding and the squabbling swirl around her. Who's dead? Lynch! Demaris. Not a scratch on him. Horn's garden. Hired St. Vere? Not St. Vere. Lynch! Wounded! Dying! Who's paying St. Vere? Horn. The Duke. The Devil. How much? More than you'll ever see. More people trickled in, adding to the clamor. St. Vere's been killed! Captured! Five to one! They barely noticed when another man came in, and silently took a place just inside the door. Sam Bonner was roaring, Well, I say he's the best damn swordsman in the whole damn city. No, I'm lying. In the world. The young man by the doorway smiled and said, Excuse me, Marie?
He was younger than most of them there, dark-haired, of average height, his face dirty and stubbled. Who the hell is that? Sam Bonner growled. The best damn swordsman in the world. Lightfinger Lucy answered with pardonable malice. I'm sorry to bother you, the swordsman said to Marie. But you know how the stains set. He took off his cloak, revealing a white shirt ugly with blood. He pulled the shirt over his head and tossed it into a corner. For a moment, the iron tang of blood cut through the smells of whiskey and wet wool. I can pay you next week. I made some money. That's fine with me, Marie said with off-handed airiness, showing off. He turned to go, but they stopped him with the shouting of his name. St. Veer! St. Veer! St. Veer, who's dead then? Damaris, and maybe Lynch by now. Excuse me, please? No one reached out a hand to stop him as he walked through the door.